See, my brain is hardwired for more. I can't ignore when my ambitions transition to the greatest rewards. And that's the journey we're on. The marathon. It's not about who runs the quickest. It's about who runs committed and they listen to their calling from God. On today's episode of 4AM Motivations, we began a new series on the power of consistency. Where we first understand the problem and the challenges that come with being consistent what goes on in life as well as in our heads, and also the first couple steps of how to conquer it. Enjoy. Welcome, welcome to 4AM Motivations, a podcast completely dedicated to your growth. It is currently 4.30 in the morning, and if you are listening to this podcast, it's more than likely because you know there's another level to yourself, another level to your life, And if you were to just start to apply yourself a little bit differently, well, maybe you'd maximize on your potential in this lifetime. And that's what we're here for. My name is Chris Mazzara, owner of the Mazzara Coaching and Consulting Company, a team of coaches and consultants that are here to do exactly that, here to help you succeed in the most important areas of your life. And we do so through one-on-one coaching, as well as team trainings and seminars, that are all designed to empower, educate, and uplift to help people succeed at a higher level than they would on their own. So if you're tuning in with us for the first time, we're grateful that you're here. And this podcast is meant to extend our coaching platform, meant to extend our coaching outreach, and to give our knowledge to the world in the hopes that people will raise their level of performance all across their life, personally, professionally, whatever is important to you. Now, for today's topic, and really as we open up Series 2 of this podcast, we're going to jump into one of the most powerful and important topics that we all need to conquer on our success journey. This topic is usually what decides someone's level of success, someone who reaches their ideal life, fulfills what they believe is their true potential, Versus those who usually end up with some regrets in life thinking that they could have done a bit more. And this topic is the power of consistency. Consistency. We all understand that starting something is fun. Usually the first steps and really talking about it with the people around us is exciting. It's exciting to tell people all that we're going to do or all that we could accomplish or all that something could become. And then somewhere down the line on step four or five or a couple months in the journey, someone's ability or inability to be consistent is what either carries them through or ends that journey a bit early. So what better topic to talk about and discuss than understanding and mastering the power of consistency? If you were to just take a moment to ponder on some of the people that you've admired in life, some of the people that you wish you were performing at their level or even really people that you just admire their skills or talents alone. Let's just take for one, some of my favorites. One person, I'm a hip-hop fan, is J. Cole. Jermaine Cole, some would argue, is one of the greatest hip-hop rappers of all time and what I would deem as one of the most consistent rappers of all time. Someone who has not only consistently performed with his writing and his ability to rhyme and rap at a high level, But his consistency to just release music altogether. 
What does that mean to, to master the ability to write and to create art on a consistent enough basis that you have built a worldwide following? Consistency was his ability, his superpower to say, you know what, even though I don't feel like going to the studio today, or even though I'm kind of tired, maybe I could use some rest this week, his ability to still say, you know what, I need to write to practice my craft. You know what, I've got the world's attention, so I need to release another song, another album. His ability to do that and create such a body of work has placed his ranking as one of the world's greats that most would agree with, whether your preference was his art or not. Another person that comes to mind is actually somebody that I see very consistently on a week-to-week basis. I am a churchgoer, I'm a Christian man, and is actually my pastor, Pastor Rich Wilkerson Jr., what I would call one of the greatest communicators that I've personally ever seen. But really, his consistency to perform at a high level and to preach God's word on a stage with the world watching on a week-to-week basis, to write a 45-minute sermon, to rehearse it that consistently and show up and give your heart to the world? Whew! Man, you got to admire something like that. And not just to do it for the sake of doing it and say, at least I tried my best. But this man does it in a truly passionate and excellent way, which is how he's found himself really leading the world closer to God and starting a whole movement of bringing Jesus to Miami, a pretty hard city to break through, I'd imagine, with uh, the Christian message. But he did, and he is. So what, what do these men have in common? One a rapper, one a pastor, and I'm sure I could find a couple more for you. But they have mastered the ability to be consistent. To do the things they know they need to do or the things that God is calling them to do on a daily and weekly basis, regardless if they feel like doing it, they know they need to. So they do. See, one of the greatest challenges that we all need to face and overcome in this lifetime on the success journey is conquering ourselves. Sometimes we like to look outside of ourselves and say, you know what, the reason I'm not performing at a high level is because, you know what, the kids need so much from me or my job is just so demanding. We usually like to look outside of ourselves as the reasons of what's holding us back. But if we were to truly look within Really, the biggest success journey is not conquering the world, but really conquering ourselves. How often are we actually waking up at the time we said we would? How often are we picking up the book and reading the 10 pages that we know we scheduled in our schedule for us to read? How often are we facing the gym, the commitment to do it, on the day that we know we don't feel like it, but we still did? Conquering ourselves is really the understanding and the acceptance that every day we are not going to feel great. We are not going to have the energy to do what we need to. However, do we still do it anyways? Do we still muster up the strength or the self-discipline or the will to push through? And usually right there, can we conquer ourselves on a daily and consistent basis to do the things that we need to do even if we don't feel like doing it? is, in my opinion, the greatest indicator of if someone will be successful or not. That right there, mastering the conquering of yourself, 
creates a level of consistency that will propel somebody forward to succeed at a much higher level in life than maybe you thought you could. So it's a mouthful. It's a lot just to start this series off like this. However, I want you to all truly understand, I'm, I'm going to give you all the play-by-play. I had a master consistency on this podcast. It's not just to yell at you for what you're not doing, but really to instruct you on how to conquer yourself in a small incremental way over these next 30 days together to really master some consistency. Now, number one, as we get into this, I want you to start identifying what is really one thing that you know you need to start being more consistent with. One thing that even on your best days, when you don't do this, you still push this to the side. You feel weird. You feel off because you know you're avoiding that one important thing. Even if your whole day went great, but you didn't do that one thing, you know it's truly not a fulfilled day. Some that may be the gym, one of the more basic, not even basic, but one of the more common ones, of course. Some, it might be the book that we've been putting off for years and years when telling everybody we were going to write. Others, it might be starting that business or reaching out to those prospects or creating a presentation. Whatever it is for you, you know there's something that has been eluding you for far too long that you know would lead to a greater life, a greater level of success, or just a greater you, period. So you don't have to have that answer just yet. I would say majority of you know exactly what that is and it's already standing out to you it's already calling to you and I want you to just start identifying what that action or commitment or habit is for you and to start using that as the model and the frame for what we're going to start building together during this series now for me what I'm going to be coming to you all with because I believe one of the most important things a coach can do is not just coach you and tell you the answers but say hey Guess what? I'm also applying this for me as well. Because I can sit here and tell you all the things that you need to do. But if I'm not applying it myself, I don't know what it's like to be in the trenches. And if I don't know what it's like to be in the trenches and be starting a brand new habit that I know I need to be doing, then what the hell am I talking about? I shouldn't be talking to you because I can't see you eye to eye. So for me, To see you all eye to eye during this journey, I'm going to be choosing a habit as well. Now, just to give you a little bit more insight on me, uh, the habit I'm choosing is reading. Now, you would first imagine that a coach, especially a a person that's telling you how to live a better life on a podcast, uh, you would imagine or at least assume that they're a reader. And normally, for the most part of my life, I have been. However, in this past season... Um, This year, I have undertaken one of the bigger challenges of my life, which has been to succeed at a high level with my previous employer, Tony Robbins, where I was a master coach and previous coach of the year recipient and won a couple other cool accolades. But I was employed and full-time at that while also starting, creating, and managing a pretty succeeding business, which was my personal coaching and consulting company. So I was building it on the side, and things were really picking up. Uh, Across both, I was doing great within my job. I was doing great within my business. However, some things that I deem very important were put to the side. And maybe not consciously, but I definitely forgot about and didn't place as much intentional importance on. One of those was reading, bettering my mind. And yes, I was doing plenty other things to better my mind, listening to good, helpful podcasts and great things on YouTube and all these helpful things with courses. However, I was not reading. 
And reading is a very important thing for me because I believe we should all be expanding and empowering our minds on a daily basis because the greater we expand our minds, the greater we can expand our ability to succeed in this life. What greater way than to take the knowledge and wisdom from others that have taken the time to put it in a book for you. Now, reading will be my habit and will be the thing that I'm picking back up. And it's been a little while, so I don't believe that it's just going to be easy for me because I used to do it. I think we all know about the things that we used to do when we lost momentum on it. It can be hard to pick back up. So I'm going to be using reading as my example and building this all with you. And I ask that you all do the same. Choose that habit. Choose that action. That big thing you need to take on. You know you need to. That you know you should have been doing. And uh, let's use it from here. Now, The power of consistency. Where we will begin is by first just understanding the problem. Why are we not consistent? Why is it so challenging for all of us to continue doing something every day or at least on a week-to-week basis to continue building something? Why is that so hard? Well, for one, my friends, it's not just about you. It is about our brain. It is about what's going on inside of our heads. Our brains are designed for two primary functions. One, to help us avoid pain, whatever the brain perceives as pain, whether physical pain and harm or anything that causes discomfort, period. And discomfort can be something like boredom or wasting time or something that's hard, takes a little commitment and energy and focus. And the brain will help you avoid that pain by giving you reasons to do something else. The brain's psychological response is to help you avoid things that it believes is bringing imminent pain. Now, the interesting thing is the brain does not know the difference between short-term pain and long-term pain. All it sees is the imminent pain in front of it, whatever it perceives as pain. So let's say the gym, for example. The brain, when it comes time for somebody to work out, if somebody understands that working out hurts, Well, the brain will say, hey, you know what? Let's go out for a walk instead. Or, you know, let's just sit here and watch TV because the working out, the lifting weights, that's going to cause pain. So the brain helps you find an excuse, but it doesn't realize the long-term pain that that's creating. Illness, obesity, low energy, low confidence, whatever it is. The brain only understands that short-term pain that it's going to cause with what you're doing, and it doesn't realize the long-term pain it's creating. So this challenge, before you even thought of how can I avoid this, your brain was already figuring out the plan for you. What can I do to get out of this from facing this initial discomfort and pain? Now two, the second part of it is the brain is meant to help us gain pleasure. So the brain is designed to help us avoid pain, avoid short-term discomfort, and to gain pleasure short-term pleasure. So a lot of times, the reason we are procrastinating, why we will find something else to do other than facing the thing that we need to do is because our brain is pushing us to do something that leads to short-term pleasure. So let's say, again, the gym. So the idea was I need to go to the gym, but it causes me initial pain. So I avoid that pain, and I'm going to now go gain the pleasure of scrolling on my phone instead. Scrolling through, checking through all these pictures, getting some initial dopamine hits that allow me to at least feel good enough 
good enough, because we all know that that doesn't really make us feel good at all, period, but just good enough to avoid that pain. And once again, we know, all of us know, that after a workout is done, we usually feel a lot of pleasure. We feel pretty damn great because of how empowering that is and how much dopamine is actually released in your head and endorphins, period. But that's the challenge. The brain only sees short-term pain and short-term pleasure doesn't see long-term pleasure that something could create. And if we just conquered ourselves in that moment, if we just conquered our heads, then we could have felt that longer-term pleasure by pushing through and going to the gym. So that is the problem. The good news is it's a problem that we can all defeat, a problem that we can all overcome. There are neural pathways in your brain. Every time you avoid doing something hard, a neural pathway is built. Something in your brain that links you to knowing how important it is for you to either avoid something or do something. Imagine it's like a chain link fence. And every single time you avoid something, that chain link fence gets a little bit longer and stronger and longer and longer in your head. So let's say we've all had a problem with procrastinating going to the gym. Well, again, our brains, if every day we have found excuses to not go to the gym, then this neural pathway, this chain link fence has gotten longer and longer and longer. But the good news is that pathway can be decreased and broken every time that we actually push through, go to the gym, and feel great on the other side. Because the brain in that moment says, ah, I didn't realize that Going to this gym would actually lead to pleasure. It doesn't actually lead to pain. It actually leads to pleasure. And what happens is that neural pathway starts to decrease and the strength of that ability and that need to procrastinate and avoid things becomes less and less and less. And then over time, when somebody says you're building a habit, what's happening is you're defeating that procrastination or that avoidance habit that you've built That neural pathway, you're bringing it back further and further to the point where it's no longer there. And simultaneously, hope I'm not losing anybody, you're building another neural pathway on the other side of your brain that says, hey, every time we go to the gym, it leads to more pleasure. It leads to you feeling better. leads to you feeling more confident, more energy, more excited. And that neural pathway gets longer. That chain link fence gets stronger and longer and longer to the point where you have a true habit. People say things like 21 days is what it takes to create a habit. That's what that means. The neural pathway was getting longer and longer in your head, stronger and stronger to the point where those urges to not do something and instead to do something was getting easier and easier for somebody. And the good news is it does not actually take 21 days to build a habit. That is a great point, a great marker for you because it becomes easier for you. But if you really want something to be absolutely permanent in your brain, To the point where you really don't have any avoidance at all and you only have excitement, it takes 65 days. Could we conquer ourselves 65 times where we gain the pleasure of doing the thing we've been avoiding and then at that point in time, rest easy, (sighs) now you will naturally start to do it. It pulls to you because you know how much that is a part of your life and how you are a better person with it. Okay, so... You understand the problem. You understand the journey that we have to accomplish. My job is to help you build those neural pathways with some tips and tricks that will allow you to conquer your brain that is 
forcing you to resist and avoid what you need to do so that you can get to the other side of self-respect, self-confidence, momentum in life, momentum in business, whatever your habit that you're choosing is. And for me, the reading. Okay, let's get to it. Now, if you have been following my company, our motto, and a lot of my philosophy, this is not the podcast. This is not the coaching that says, hey, let's go all freaking in. I want you to do three hours of reading and I want you to go to the gym twice today. That is so far from what we coach on um, because we don't believe it lasts. We don't believe that is what's right. We don't believe in a sprinter's mindset. We believe in the marathon mindset. What is the difference between a sprint and a marathon? The sprint says go all out right now every day. The marathon says, find a pace that allows you to finish the race. And that's what we're going to focus on. A pace that allows you to finish the race. And the race, my friends, is 30 days. 30 days from this moment on, you are being challenged. Will you step up to the plate? 30 days to fulfill a habit of your choosing for, hold your breath, 30 minutes. 30 minutes, 30 minutes every day. Can you dedicate that to something very important? Now, something I will let you in on a little insight is that I promise you this is going to be challenging right now. Even the thought alone, let's say you chose writing your book and it's been over a year since you wrote that book. 30 years already sounds daunting. You probably do a little, you know, a deep gulp in your throat because you're thinking, how the heck do I get that done? Well, step one is starting to focus on the benefits that come from it. Step one, think about the benefits, not just the initial pain of the action. Think about how great it will feel on the other side. How great will it feel to be after the gym with more energy, more strength, more vitality, more confidence, Don't think about the initial pain of stepping into the gym or starting your first set. Allow your focus to be on the benefits that come, a.k.a. remember the why. Why are you doing it? Why did you start? Because when you remember the why, when you remember the benefits that come from something, the easier it is to push through, to persist, to get to the other side. So, step one. Don't just focus. Don't allow your brain to take your focus to the initial pain. You have to stop, catch yourself in that moment and say, hold on. Yeah, it it might hurt a little bit. It, It might be a little uncomfortable, but how great will it feel on the other side? What will that be like? How much closer will I be to what I want to accomplish? What could that lead to for my week? How could that benefit my night? Or my days or my mornings? How could that influence my business? For me personally, I believe that by me reading again, this podcast is going to get better. I believe if you all are getting the best version of me right now, well, by me expanding my mind and expanding my brain with the 30 minutes that I'm going to read tonight, I know that it's only going to directly influence and impact this podcast, which is going to directly influence and impact everybody who's listening. I want those benefits. I know I'm a servant of God, somebody who's been called here to help others grow in a way that fulfills them in life. 
brings them closer to whatever God's plan for them is. So by me reading tonight, I'm going to strengthen my ability to pour out into you all. I respect that. I love that. I'm focusing on the benefits of that, and it gets me more excited. What about you? Think about it. Embrace it. And every time your brain tries to take your focus away and going to the initial discomfort of it, take your focus back. That's actually a meditative technique called noting. When we note our thoughts, what we're doing is we're we're catching our thoughts as they start to get away from us. They start to focus on the negative or focus on something outside of the moment. We're noting that thought. We're catching it and we're bringing it back to the moment. And we're focusing instead on what we would like to focus on something positive, the benefits that come with it, the present moment we're in, that's meditation and real time and real life. So practice it. Embrace it. Note your thoughts. Catch them when they go to the initial pain and instead focus on the benefits. Step two, choose a time. Choose a time today where this will happen no matter what. Look at your schedule, look at your calendar and figure it out. You may be extremely busy. You may have some deadlines going on. However, how much more effective could you be today? How much more efficient could you be if you truly knew that you had to get this done? Because we all got 30 minutes. We can all find 30 minutes. Somehow, some way. Choose a time. Carve out that time and say, how can I remove distractions away from that period of time for me, that time of day, And allow myself to focus on it. And if you need to be creative about it, if you need to do this during the lunch breaks or if you need to do this during the drive home and whatever it is, how you can work on it, the second step is to commit to a time. Step three, and I know this episode's run a little longer, but we'll close on this. Find a partner. Find a partner that you can be held accountable to. Somebody that either wants to do the same action as you or... Somebody that wants to build their own action. Accountability is a huge part of the reason that coaching is a great thing to invest into. Because we all need to be accountable to somebody outside of ourselves. Because our brains, right, they see that short-term pain. A lot of times we don't conquer ourselves in that moment. So when we're accountable to somebody outside of ourselves, we feel that little bit extra of added pressure. We will find some reason, some way to push through and get to the other side. Oftentimes, we do far more to impress others than we do to impress ourselves. or We do far more for others than we do for ourselves. So find that person that you all are willing to be accountable to each other and set some kind of text reminder or call reminder um, where you guys can check in on each other. Some kind of shared note where you both have to prove to each other that you got the thing done and allow that to be step one. I don't think we need to add anything other than that for now. But that's what I will leave you all with for this first part of the homework. And again, if you haven't gotten all the answers just yet, well, it's only episode one. I got to give you some kind of reason to come back. (sighs) Kidding. But in all seriousness, episode two and all the episodes moving forward, you will get every piece of wisdom that I have in order to help you become more consistent with this action that's been holding you back. And I look forward to it. So keep tuning in with us. Conquer this first part of the homework. And if you haven't noticed just yet, every episode has homework. 
Every episode is you needing to conquer yourself on the journey and apply what we've been speaking about because what's the point of learning if we're not applying the learning, if we're not taking action on what we've learned, then we just have knowledge for the sake of having knowledge. And in my opinion, that really doesn't lead to much. So take me on this homework. Take me on with this challenge. It's a hard challenge, but if you embrace it, I believe, and I think you do as well, that's going to lead to some pretty great things. So, till next time, my 4 a.m. friends. Hey everyone, this is Chris Mazzara. Thanks again for joining us at 4 a.m. Motivations. Please subscribe, rate, and share with others who you think would benefit from these words as well. And if you'd like to work with me directly on a one-on-one basis for personal or professional coaching, then please visit mazara.co and find out how. And just because you're a listener of this podcast, when you speak to one of the members from our team, let them know that 4AM Motivation sent you, and you'll receive an extra 15% off. We look forward to hearing from you and supporting you on your growth journey.